Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Spin Rack. I'm here with my boy, Cal. Say what's up, Cal. Hey, what's going on? Ready to rock. Hey, so Marvel is dropping a brand, another big thing that's happening, bro, with the Thor universe. And this one is Majolina explains what it means to be worthy. Yes, the doggone hammer <laughs> is actually something is in there. And according to Odin, is the mother of storms and has been alive the whole time. And now in, episode, in issue number 21, it's going to actually tell Thor what exactly it means to be. So, um, <laughs> I mean, number one, before we even get, before we even explain what it says, what whether the, the, the mother of storm basically says, what do you think about that count? <laughs> Is that not crazy? Well, if you go back, if, you, if, if you're going to do some background, I mean, this is a big retcon. And Thor's originally introduced, uh, we, meet Don, we meet Dr. Don Blake, who finds this gnarled cane. He strikes a rock, he becomes Thor, and we're off to the races with his adventures. And then it's revealed over time that Dr. Don Blake is actually a a form that's created by Odin for Thor to inhabit because in Asgard he was acting up, he's showing his showing his rear end too much, and so he needed to learn humility. And so Odin put him into this body of Dr. Don Blake, who was lame in one leg, and this was for him to learn humility. Now, the hammer was there waiting for him. It was waiting for him when he finally became worthy of it. So the idea wasn't that the hammer was, anybody could pick this up. It's, it's Thor's hammer. And once Thor had become worthy and had become worthy in terms of learning humility, he would then be able to wield the hammer once more, which was made for him to begin with. Then uh, we get Walt Simonson, who does his incredible run and introduces Beta Ray Bill in Thor 337. And then we have Beta Ray Bill, who also is somehow worthy of the power of Thor. So which turns a whole bunch of stuff on its head. A lot of people don't understand that because the big shock of it was that Beta Ray Bill was able to do that at all because the only person who's supposed to be worthy of Thor's hammer is Thor. It was made for him. And the whole worthiness thing was strictly for Thor. It wasn't for anybody else. It was about Thor's worthiness. It wasn't for anybody else. And it was about him obtaining humility. So we go forward. And you know, Odin ends up making a hammer for Beta Ray Bill. But then you get Captain America lifting up the hammer sometime later. And then you get Wonder Woman lifting up the hammer, you know, when Maybe they do this Wonder crossover. Woman. No, Wonder Woman lifted up the hammer in a Marvel DC crossover. Right, right. Okay, at one point Thor gives the hammer to Superman. So, you know, they really warded down what the the overall premise was of, uh, of being worthy and you know, the rem rem remembering that no. This hammer is meant for Thor. It's not meant for any. It's not meant for anybody else. Then we uh, get Jason Aaron on the book, who takes away Thor's worthiness because Nick Fury whispered something in his ear, and now he can't lift the hammer anymore. But Jane Foster can. Made no sense. It was never explained. It was never explained. And then we had this really big retcon that there was a storm that Odin placed inside of the hammer. And that's why the hammer can uh, wield these storms, which is ridiculous because Thor is the God of thunder, not the hammer, you know? So now we're, you know, we get to this point where it's supposedly we're supposed to get an explanation. Uh, what's the explanation? So I'm actually read the explanation to you and uh, you tell me what you think of it. So first I'm gonna explain what Odin said. Lodinar has always been alive, boy. I tracked okay, I got I got to stop you. I got to stop you. I'm sorry, but it's, it's Mjolnir. Okay. Mjolnir has always been alive. Mm. I trapped the mother storm inside of it eons ago. And when the dwarves forged that cursed rock into, 
Milner, they took, they told me those who died making it, that their voices, their souls live on in the hammer. I never believed it, but whatever this is, whatever has taken hold of that damn mallet, it is here, right? And so here's what the, the, the mother of storm basically says. You and I have been together for so long. We have been like, just what telling Thor, you and I have been together for so long. Well, except for my brief dalliance with Jane, of course, I do hope you weren't too jealous of that. You of all people should know about showing, uh, what was that? showing one's wild oats, call it a phase. But then this is the key thing. You take me for granted, you always have, but you, but you, none of you have ever understood me. You thought my enchantment meant you must be worth a worthy warrior to be noble or true of heart. But ask yourself, Thor, does any of that describe you? No, 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 I'm a hammer to be a, no, no, I'm a hammer. To be a worthy, to be worthy of me is to break, to smash, to destroy. And you with your throne and your crown and your speeches, well, this isn't the first time I've grown tired of you, is it, Jane? Huh? So what is your take on that madness, you know? Thor's worthiness is that he's worthy to break, smash, and destroy? That he, he's never been, that the worthiness has never been to, to be worthy per se, but to be able to break, smash, and destroy. Well, then how did he, when did he stop being worthy then? <laughs> no, it, it, it wasn't asking for that type of worthiness. It just wanted someone strong enough, I guess, to, to, to break, smash, and destroy. That's what the hammer wanted. And that's, that's what I'm saying. When, when did he stop being, when did he stop being capable of that? Never. <laughs> he's always broken so, it, it, this doesn't make any sense so how is like, you're saying that the, the worthiness thing is about break stress smash destroy kill monsters okay great why the hell did jane foster get to wield this hammer then i guess they're saying the hammer was sowing its wild oats that's what it basically said there it's a total change sense. it's a total 180 bro it's a total it's, 180 it's wild it's it's ridiculous <laughs> It's, I mean, they're trying to justify the Jason Aaron run and there's just no justification for it. He did what he did, it was whack. And you can't, and now they don't want to move on from it because I guess Jason Aaron is still there. So they don't want to go, oh, you're going to do the same thing they did with Bendis. Well, as long as he's, he's here, we can't hey, really change that. Bendis conversation. This is not, we're not going in. We're just saying the storyline. Bendis had a lot of influence while he was at Marvel and nobody wanted to step on his toes. So stuff that he did, couldn't be undone and they couldn't get away from it until he finally left. Jason Aaron is at Marvel and because of the following he has, they probably don't want to undo anything or move away from it because they don't want to step on his toes. So the whole thing with the Jane Foster and the worthiness and the storm inside of Mjolnir, that's going to be there as long as Jane, uh, Jason Aaron is there, unfortunately. But this, this is a horrible piece of writing. I don't know who wrote this. It contradicts everything that came before it's uh, it's borderline. I would say it's borderline disrespectful if you could if, if you could actually be disrespectful to a fictional being, and it, it doesn't make and it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. They don't they don't have to keep going back to this. They could just move forward, but they've taken worthiness and turned it into a joke. <laughs> Yo, so it's uh, uh, it's it is kind of crazy, and um, I'm not sure how the fans are going to take that. Uh, you know, of course, I don't think they. 
I don't think they care anymore. So you think it's just going to be the collective saying, hey, we're just going to get this new change? Or are you going to think it's going to be fans saying, hey, the storyline just doesn't make any sense? Most of the guys who were, most of the guys who had, were staunch readers of Thor left a long time ago. Okay. okay. They they looked at it, said, this is not for me. Don't know what you guys are doing. Those guys left. Okay, so that's them. Then you have the people who came in because of Jane. Those guys left. <laughs> All right, so I don't know who's reading the book now. I, I have no idea who it's being written for or what the, uh, the readership is at this point. But obviously they're trying to thread both. They, they still want to keep, well, we still want to try to keep some of the stuff that people might've been interested in with this whole thing of worthiness, but they're botching. I mean, you know, the, the whole idea of worthiness being something that allows you to pick up the hammer is ridiculous because there's just no way on God's green earth that Thor could be the only person worthy of Mjolnir simply by being noble. You know, well, I'm more noble than you are. I mean, please. Well, I think that's where you get the whole thing with, with, with Captain America having where, where Jane has it. So you have two things. So if we use your premise that it's only, it only really um, um, means for Thor, period. That's how it was originally. But then they change it to saying whoever is truly noble becomes worthy, right? And you have Better Ray Bill, you have Captain America, you have Jane Foster. And now this third thing coming up is now they're saying, it doesn't matter. All she wanted was somebody to, to break, smash, and destroy. So hell, might just give it to the friggin' Hulk, right? Yeah, the Hulk has never been worthy of lifting up Mjolnir and he can break, smash, destroy better than most people. Yeah, so this is a, a little bizarre. Uh, I... B- bizarre? It, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, this, this has such contempt for your readers. I mean, I, and I hate when writers do this. Like they, the, the contempt that you would have to have for your own readers, like, ah, oh, they'll read this, they'll read anything. You know, let me just put this in here. Let's just have some fun with it at the end of the day. Like, no, you have a readership that actually has a functioning brain. Why would you do this? Why would you do this at the end of the day when it clearly makes no sense? I know. It's, uh, it's just crazy. I mean, it's funny that I was just, um, according to the Bleeding Pool, that the, the doctor read, um, sorry, the, um, it's, uh, that this is supposedly a more abusive version of, and I'll, let me put it on, on the screen again, a more abusive version of the Doctor Who story whereby he finds out that the TARDIS um, had always been basically, I guess, sentient to some degree. Um, and that whenever he'd asked Doctor, um, Doctor, Doctor Who to pull, he'd always push. So of course, you know, uh, some a similar thing, like the TARDIS had a, a personality, did it matter? So, well, no, the TARDIS doesn't have a personality, but you do have people who run out of ideas. Well, that's it. That's it. You know, I mean, I think, and it, it, or it's a simple cash drive. I mean, we're going to talk about another story right after this, but not going to go too long, but it is just like, hey, let's come put something different that people are going to be so, so upset about, like, oh my gosh, you're changing the basic fabric of the character. Let's just see what happens. And if it works, we'll, we'll, we'll keep on doing it. If it doesn't work, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it, we'll roll it back, you know, in another big comic book retcon or whatever but this is like i mean this comes down to one of the things yeah let's say the worthiness was originally to thor but everybody lately has is okay with someone being noble being worthy to have to, to wield a hammer like the captain america scene in um in um in uh, endgame when he had it and everybody's like oh the whole theater went crazy that's something i think most people were behind but now that all of a sudden millionaire is is millionaire millionaire is like this you know, you're like, what the hell? I, I don't know. I, 
not a white man. It's like the War of the Gods that they had, uh, the, the the War of Asgard they had, which was not exactly that great. But hey, anything no, else you want to add to this madness? No, it's just bad. Then fully wrap. And it's and, and, and it's just a reminder. It's not safe to read Thor yet. It hasn't been safe to read Thor for almost ten years, and I guess it might be another ten. You know, like I said before, I think we talked about this with the Jane Foster storyline. That if there, if there are, if you said a lot of the original Thor people have left, and then new people have come in, if it's selling, you know, they keep talking about Jason Aaron, and if it's selling, people are going to keep coming, and 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 that's all they care about. As long as they can sell it, and they'll come up with brand new stories. Because I mean, really, it should just be a whole new character, right? Keep the original Thor. Original Thor. This is Thor 2.0, and then Thor 3.0. You know what I'm trying to say? And then just people know exactly what to expect. Well, like, is this the same Thor that I'm re that I read before? No, it's not. But it doesn't say that. There's no label saying no. This is not. This is Thor. You know, they just mix everything up. It's just, ah, uh, I don't know. So hey, anything else? Not for this. Okay, I say hey. You know, once again, not cool. Spinnerack, if you like what we say, if you like what you say, give us a thumbs up, comment. Spinnerack out. Bye bye. Got one more for one more. You, you want to do? No, this? I got to. No, I got to wrap. I got to. I got to wrap. My wife's 